in a world that has more than enough information and noise. Is it even possible to truly anchor ourselves and have peace in a scattered world? Hi, this is Pamela and Mary, and we are a mother-daughter team who span two generations but share one message. We will delve into what it looks like to be fully integrated, body, soul, and spirit, and will bring encouragement and hope all along the way. We get it. Life is hard. And let's be real. Hard doesn't even begin to describe it on some days. But we want you to know that you're not alone. And not only that, we are here to come alongside you and cheer you on as you walk out your individual storyline. So join us as we journey together and laugh, cry, and everything in between. Welcome to the More Than Enough podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the More Than Enough podcast. Hey Ma. Good morning, Mary. How are you? I hear some people at the door already. <laughs> yes, I know. I go into my closet thinking I find the one space that my kids won't find me. And then, yeah, somehow they find me every time during our podcast. So <laughs> whoever thinks that once your kids are older, then they won't find you. That's a lie. <laughs> my daughter, actually, my 17-year-old daughter sent me like a little video on Instagram or TikTok or something. She messaged it to me yesterday. And the video was this teenager who follows her mom all around the house. <laughs> and the, the word said, oh, and here you thought that you didn't have a toddler anymore. So you finally have alone time. And I I'm like, it. yes, that is my life. I'm like, they're always there. Yes, Anyways, yes. it's good. It's wonderful. Just a different season. And yes. again, something that you don't necessarily expect, but it's good. And I'll jump in and say, and I'm on the other side of that season. So that when yes. I got a text from Bella this week, just saying, I miss you so much, grandma. That was Aww. it. I miss you so much, grandma. See, I'm like, oh, she can toddle around with me. <laughs> yes, yes, you can borrow her. Yes. And she can follow you around some. Okay, so we are finishing up our last week of Thanksgiving. Uh, this month we called Hearts Overflowing and just talking about different ways that we can express gratitude and Thanksgiving. And today we are finishing up this month's series on thankfulness with talking about God's faithfulness in our lives. Yes, 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 yes. I discovered something this week that I just have to say, and it's I'm so nerdy when it comes to myself overall, but I was just going to say that it dawned on me the way that God laid this out with the praise, the adoration and worship. It's like today we're talking about the culmination of his faithfulness. There's so many things that we can be thankful for. But what I noted this week was that in that praise conversation that we had it's really about God rescuing us and redemption and I thought gosh that's what happens when we're first saved it's miraculous and that God comes in and what do we do we're just completely bonkers about God that we're coming to know God in a way that's personal and the automatic response to that is when it's that honeymoon how many of us remember when we first come to the Lord and there's this sort of honeymoon phase where you're just gaga and you're just so taken this adoration is just welling up inside of you we were breaking it down this month in terms of this being true in all parts of our life how we have these big events and then how he comes nearer and closer and sort of romances us and woos us which is what he does when we first come to know him and then I love how then as we grow in that big journey our next we begin to grow in this whole idea of worship now we're these are just signs that we're growing from that baby that we once were and we're growing more mature in God and connecting with him in all these ways today I like to think of God's faithfulness now we're talking about this today because we have talked in the past about 
the whole idea that this is about God's story and our story. So now today we're bringing all these parts together to say, if you're in your journey and you've been in this journey for quite a while, this is the part where we're living, but we're drawing from these other pieces. But many of us know now that this is happening every day, this journey. It's when we wake up, it's when tomorrow comes, next week comes. God is being faithful and showing up in our lives. And that's the story he's writing on our hearts. And that's the narrative that's changing in our lives and our story because of his story. His faithfulness is something that I think we definitely grow in because how can we, when we first come to him, we don't really have much of a story at that point other than he rescued me from the jaws of death or he rescued me and my whole family or my marriage. I just want to say, I thought that was really cool how these are actually our steps. And I did not think about this ahead of time in our own walk with God, coming to know him and now knowing him and walking with him. I, I found that pretty cool. Yeah. And for those who are just listening, just popping in and listening to this one episode, what my mom's talking about is this month, we've been talking about thankfulness and all these different aspects. We started with the first week talking about just this idea of praise when these amazing, miraculous moments happen. And we are just undone with thankfulness and gratefulness. It bubbles up out of us. The next week we talked about what it means to just be captivated by God's beauty and being filled with a heart of thankfulness when it comes to the beauty of God. Yes. And last week we talked about the holiness of God and just the fear of the Lord and the kind of sobriety that brings, but also such gratitude alongside that. So yeah, and I, I love what you're saying, how really we haven't even really connected those dots, but with how they really do just build on each other. And then this is the kind of the culmination of that. What does that look like for God to just be faithful in yes. everything, in the everyday, in all the things? He is faithful. Yes. He sustains our heart. And I know that's something that you and I say a lot is I'm banking on God's faithfulness. Yes. Something I say to the Lord. I'm like, Lord, I'm putting all of my eggs in the basket of your faithfulness. Yes. And just believing that's it. That's all I have. God, you are faithful when we are faithless. Yes. And each one of these we come to and today, like what you just said, Mary, it's like God's faithfulness. It's, it's everything, right? It's just another one of these pieces. We can't help but, of course, connect all this together today to say the package is just there's endless content in the heart of God. We, we talk about content because of so many podcasts and YouTube channels, and we have friends who are podcasters or YouTubers, and they're always scrambling. But I love Mary. In our case, we're so blessed that our content is God, so we won't run out of things to talk about. Yes. But I do think how they build on each other is beautiful. The idea is that God's covenant, like he's married to us, and it's not dependent on us at all. Starting with that, that if God is, it's hard to even imagine his actual self, but if he's been keeping the rotation perfect on the earth and all the galaxies and all the things that he does and is, so he does all these things and then he is all these things and then he makes all these promises that he cannot fail in. And so it just goes, it really goes on and on as we look and dwell on those things. 
I think that alone, if we're running out of things to be thankful for, like I, I can't even find it in my heart to find anything to be grateful for at this moment. Right. I would say right. it's very easy to just look at a million things that he has done yeah. and is doing at this very moment to sustain your life. Beautiful yeah. things, big things, faithful things. And then if you run out of things, then you just jump in the word because the word is full of stories about God's faithfulness and it's full of truth about who God says he is. Thankfulness kind of pulls the whole thing together because of God's faithfulness. There's just, there's nothing to run out of to be moved to a point of being inspired to yeah. rejoice or adore him or be thankful for or have gratitude for. Yeah. And mom, we joke sometimes about what you would say when we were kids, <laughs> the go-to thing. Anytime we were bored or hungry or whatever, you're like, well, the starving children in Africa, <laughs> you would just always be like, well, I mean, at least you're not this, or you have something to be thankful for. And I was like, okay, well, that just makes me feel guilty. That doesn't just make me all of a sudden be filled with thankfulness. I know as we're even talking about this and we're just saying, yes, think about all the ways that God has been faithful and all the things that he continues to be faithful in and sustain us. Sometimes it just feels like, okay, I don't know. I know I've had trouble with that. It felt super like robotic and super circumstantial, I guess is what I'm trying to say. If I don't have good circumstances in that moment, it feels, well, I guess I can't be thankful. And even though well, I can find something to be thankful for, like you said, at least you're not starving in the middle of nowhere in the bush in like some other country. Yes, that is true. But sometimes that feels so far out that it's hard to even grab hold of it, right? But this idea of God's faithfulness, no matter what, is something that goes beyond even just the circumstantial things. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I just want to have a disclaimer. I don't recommend that people talk about the starving children when their kids are not thankful. That, yeah, it might not work is all I'm yeah, saying. That's all. Yeah. yeah. And I, the one thing that comes to my mind about what you just said, Mary, is that I think sometimes I was just in a situation like that this week when it just feels like something is so hard and so overwhelming and so big. I can tell you right now that I don't think at that moment or I don't even search for ways to just stop and praise God. That's me. I have a lot of trauma. That's not my first go-to, but my first go-to when I'm feeling like exactly what you're saying, my first go-to is I just say, God, remind me of when you've been faithful when I feel just like this. And he'll That's just good. flood me with things. I'm not necessarily ready to do a jig or a dance in terms of praising him. Many times I am, but when I am in that space at that moment, I just ask him to remind me how in that same kind of moment, right? remind me, God, just help me get back on that train. Like I'm off, help me get back in there. And he does. It's It might feel slow at first, but if I just sit for just a few minutes, I can just breathe and I can orient myself to how big he is and how small this issue is in terms of eternity and what's coming. Yes. So I get a little change of perspective that way. Yeah, I think it is all about that change of perspective and getting this bigger picture of God is faithful no matter what he is faithful. Because really, isn't that what we all so desire is to be safe and yes. feel like held and secure no matter what. We think in our head, it's these circumstances. Like, yeah, this circumstance is what I'm thankful for because I'm just glad this thing is settled. Yes. Or <laughs> I have a warm bed. Those are good things to be exactly. thankful for. But the Lord's saying, but what if you can be 
filled with thankfulness because I'm going to be faithful no matter what, even if these circumstances aren't here. So my husband and I have this funny thing that we've always done when we are going to go into something hard. We started this like when we got married and it might not be comforting to some people listening, but I remember the first time I shot a wedding and I was super nervous. And I remember right before I left, I was like, babe, I'm so nervous. What if something goes wrong? And he just looks at me and he's like, even if everything goes wrong and you don't capture anything and you end up like tripping and falling into the cake and it's horrible and they like sue you. Oh my <laughs> and God. I know. He's like, even if all those things happen, like it will be okay. We'll walk through it. It'll be okay. Maybe you'll have to mm-hmm. wait a while till you do photography again. Anyway, we literally go through like these entire storylines. I know. And I I do the same thing back to him. He had some big, one of his first big interviews in our early marriage. He was like, you think it'll be okay? And I'm like, yeah, you're going to do awesome. But even if you don't, and it goes horrible and you end up fumbling your words and you do awful and you can't get the job and we end up losing the house and we have to move. Like, it will still be okay. If that's the worst thing that's going to happen, we still have each other. It'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> and you might be listening to that and you're like, yeah, I would not be okay. That would be horrible. <laughs> but I think the thing that Charlie and I are both feeling in that moment is don't just tell me it's going to be okay. Don't just tell me, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Because the reality is it very well might not be. And even if it isn't okay, what we all want is you'll still be okay, right? And that's really what we want. Yeah, we want those circumstances. Yes, we want a warm bed and hot running water. But what our soul really wants is no matter what, will I be okay? Mm. And I think that is what God's faithfulness is. I am faithful Mm. no matter what, I will be with you. I think we've talked about this. I'm remembering maybe in this podcast, but I just want to jump on and say the same thing. My dad was somewhat optimistic in life, but he definitely had this whole thing of teaching us to face what's the worst thing, deal with that ahead of time, and then you'll know you're going to be okay. Well, I think there's a little bit better way to add to that. And so for me, it really does come down to, wait a second, if I can think of the worst thing that can happen in this circumstance, in marriage and parenting and any other thing that is really valuable to me and dear to my heart... Because I think in some ways I'm worried for myself or this person I love, like they're not going to make it. They're not going to be okay. But then Mm -hmm. I know that so many of my fears come from I'm not going to be okay because they're not going to be okay. So it all goes down to what you just said a minute ago was talking about fear. I think the thing is that do we believe, do we believe, I'm going to say it again, do we believe that we are going to be okay come what may do we believe that i think for some of us that may be a giant leap for others of us we're growing in that and for some of us we may even be more confident in that but i think if you'll sit in that one bringing that forward and what you're saying mary is that if god is faithful in everything and if he never sleeps he's very aware of your life and your emotions, and your heart. What does that mean then? If God is faithful, could that begin to move our hearts in a way that we can say, no matter what, God, you will never leave me. That has been something much greater. That one little thing, I realize that no matter what I face as I'm aging, I am confident that God will be with me. 
And yes. him being with me changes everything. I think this is gigantic. And I think this is part of what we would call those foundations in our story as we walk with God. Do we see something coming and we start becoming so overwhelmed that we say, but God can't help me. He's not helping me. But when in reality, there's always a reason for everything God does or withholds. Are we going to agree with him about what he says he is, who he is, and what he does? Because we know that fear and anxiety is off the charts. I think this is a piece that we can begin to grow to trust God in his faithfulness to us, despite circumstances, so that we could begin looking for his faithfulness in terms of when we turn to him with all of our heart, he holds our hearts. And even if he doesn't, we remember that he did it one time. And that's right. the point of looking back. That's the point of our stories. Because there's going to be moments you're going to feel like, where the heck did you go? What's yes. going on? This just fell apart. And there's no resurrection for this. And he says, don't you know, I hold the whole world in the palm of yes. my hand. Remember, this just happened six months ago, two years ago. That's a little tiny second little child. I'm right yes. here with you. I think it's a matter of that there's plenty to be thankful for, plenty to praise God for, plenty to be comforted and strengthened by. It's a matter of us just pausing to invite God in. Yes, absolutely. And I that was actually one thing that I was thinking about as I was processing through this and just praying. And I was like, Lord, at different points in time, it was like, I'm not okay. Or I, I don't know if I'm okay. And... I'm not okay with that situation happening. Like when I think about the worst thing happening, I'm not okay with that. And so I think when we get to that place, it's, it is the pausing. It's okay. We have a thing with our kids. We used to play Monopoly a lot. It's don't pass go. Do not collect $200. Basically stop. We're not going to move any forward and we're not going to move any further until we address this. And guys, really, this is so much of what we've been talking about since day one of this podcast is about foundations. Don't move forward emotionally, spiritually, physically physically until you have really laid these foundations in your life. Whatever it is, we all want to jump ahead to the next thing, but it's have we addressed these foundational things? And so I feel like today is bringing that back around of yes, being filled with thankfulness and gratitude for all the things in our life. But if we don't truly see that God is faithful and that he will sustain us no matter what. And we can be thankful for that, even if we feel like we yes. can't be thankful for anything else. Yes. If we truly can't say, I am thankful, God, that you will sustain me no matter what. And I think sometimes we have to say to ourselves, I don't necessarily feel this, but I know this is what's true. Yes. Okay. Yes. So if we feel like there's a strong gap there and we hear this being said, but we're like, I, I don't believe this. This is where that pausing with the Lord is and is saying, okay, Lord, where are these gaps again? How can I begin to believe these things are true? And I think a lot of it does come down to thinking on what's true. It may feel like at this moment, I know it's a lie, but I can't think of any ways you've been faithful in my life. I know that's not true, but that's what I'm feeling. And that's when we go to the word. Yes. And it's that's inspiring because that's so real for all of us. It makes me think of how many ways, just as something to add to what you were saying, that we can really get off the whole point and the topic of what God is saying to us as his children. And one of the ways that happens in our lives is with distraction. 
I, for some reason, when you were just talking, I'm going to use you as an example. I was thinking about in your younger years, you've been married how many years now? 19. And your oldest is 17. And I just was seeing something and I just want to say it because it's a truism, but we can get so distracted by even the whole idea of God and spiritual things and all the good things we're reading or sitting on or whatever. But at the end of the day, I think one of the things that's happening today is that in this, in a younger generation, and I'm talking, Mary, about your generation, is that there's just so many options, so many distractions. And where I'm going with this is to say that I think that oftentimes we're misunderstanding spirituality in terms of leading something or being the head of something or starting something. And I just want to say, whether this is the right time, I just want to say that I think we have to be careful when our season is laying these foundations. And I remember, Mary, when we were first talking about some of those things earlier in your life, and those continued for quite a number of years when there was so much growth happening in you. But when we looked more at the microcosm of your ministry, quote unquote, it was your husband and children. And and I, I know that many will be like, oh, been there, done that. We've heard this before. But in order for us to really know God in these ways that are going to sustain us for the days to come, we have to be about minding our own hearts and our own souls. Yeah. We have to be doing that. And if this is not something that you desire, then this is something where you could start by saying, I can see that my heart is not full it's not growing and my foundations are poor. We talked about this six, seven, eight months ago. But just to sort of bring that back around, in order to enter into some of the things we're talking about here, I just want to say to all of us is that it is so easy to get distracted by a million other things. And these things that we've been talking about these last few months, these are the foundations that we're talking about. These aren't things to listen to and sort of be inspired by, we're really calling you into something deeper. And this idea of thanksgiving and our hearts really believing that we can trust God, these are, I would call them pillars of the foundation of that giant skyscraper. They go deep. They go deep. And I don't want us to ever sound trite or get too intense But I just really want to remind us all that this is for all of us, whatever season we're in, because we can all miss this. And in terms of all that God has created us for, we can go through this whole life and miss the whole point. Yes. Yeah, that actually so reminds me of when I just was starting in business and I was so excited because I was starting to make money. I was doing side photography jobs and uh, different things and I had a couple weddings and I remember telling my husband like, okay, I want to go buy this new camera or something. And he's like, well, do we have money for that? And I was like, yeah, like I've made all this money and I was showing him. I mean, it felt like a lot because all I was seeing was the money that I made. And then he was like, okay, but have you even looked at your expenses or your monthly (laughs) expense chart or taxes or any of that? I'm like, well, no. When he's like, Mary, that's kind of everything. (laughs) And I hadn't really even looked at any of those things or my bookkeeping or any of that. And so after he ran the numbers, he's like, 
we're actually like $8,000 in the hole. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 that's not possible. He's like, yeah, it is possible. After yeah, these different expenses that you have and these different things you had to pay for work expenses and taxes. And I was like, what? So here I thought like I had all this profit, but because I wasn't willing to yes. do the back end of my business and not willing to look at that foundational pieces, I was completely naive and just yes. ignorant thinking that I had something when I had nothing, right? Oh my gosh, and, that's um, a... Where do you come up with these analogies? I bet you just came up out of, did, was that written down? Because I got it. No, up. it wasn't actually. <laughs> it's just amazing. <laughs> well, just as you were talking, I thought of that. Yes. But yeah, so I think that that's such a good example for what we're talking about right now is, yeah, don't move forward. There's no point. There's no point to listen to all the things. I mean, I'm talking to myself included. I, I know that sometimes even as we uh, go into the new year, a lot of people are like, I want to read one book a month or one book a week. And that's awesome. That's amazing. I love that. I, I want to do that or read at least a book every six months. That would be awesome. <laughs> but sometimes when I'm reading a book or just when I'm reading the word, I'm like, Lord, I could literally sit on this chapter oh, yes. or this verse, <laughs> like my entire life. And to get the truth of this, to really mm. embody the truth of this verse or this chapter, I would be good. I literally don't need to read anything else. And yet we're just like, okay, more, more, more. And we've talked about that on different episodes as well as, as far as our just gluttonous desire mm. for more information. But I think this idea of God's faithfulness in our lives and being able to look at that and being able to put our stake in the ground and yes. have a plumb line to say, no matter what, God is faithful. No matter what happens, I can be filled with gratitude and thankfulness knowing that he has been faithful. So if we're feeling shaky on that and feeling like, oh, I don't know, let's not move forward yes. with more books and all the more information yes. and all the new podcasts of like, la, 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 like me. I'm just going to book ourselves a cruise, babe, with all the money that I have from our business. <laughs> and not being like, whoa, wait a second, pause, back to the foundations. I know one chapter of the Bible that I would always camp in ever since I was a teenager. And since then, I have put the verses in this chapter on murals in my kids' walls. I've made it into songs. I've made it into poems. This is one of those chapters where I'm like, okay, I could just sit here forever. And truly, if I could just get this, if I could just understanding glean this i feel like it would be everything you know anyway so the chapter that i've so clung to is isaiah 43 and the verse that i've put on all my kids rooms and everything is the verse in isaiah 43 do not fear for i have redeemed you i have called you by name you are mine i've said that verse i feel like more times than i can count but then it goes on to say i will be with you when you pass through the waters and when you pass through the rivers, they will not overtake you. You will not be scorched when you walk through the fire and the flame will not burn you. I feel like that's everything. It's saying, yes, it's going to be hard. And yeah, things might not work out, but I will be with you. Yes. I will be faithful. And I love how it continues on later in that chapter. And it says, you are my witness. This is the Lord's declaration and my servant whom I have chosen so that you may know and believe me and understand. And this is my declaration. From today on, I am he alone and none can deliver from my hand. I act and who can reverse it? Mm. That's my love language right there. As you're talking about that verse and all the beautiful things that are said just in that one verse, it doesn't matter anything about you or your circumstances or where you're at. 
There are so many things that are true about God's faithfulness, no matter who you are and what you're going through. It's not specific. It's to every single one of us. Yes. I, I love the fact that God, he's always present with me. He never sleeps. He's always awake. He sees you. He hears you. And he says he is with you. That means every one of us. Present, intimate. He keeps every promise, every single promise that he's made to us as his children. He's coming back. We have a brand new body and home waiting for us. That's for all of us who know him. I could go on with a million promises. He is the one who grows our faith by his Holy Spirit, causes us to trust him. He gives us everything we need for life and goodness and every spiritual battle we face. To add to that, I would just say he surrounds us with beauty. Nobody gets to hoard all the beauty on the earth. It's for everyone. He surrounds us with good gifts. And he's always, always faithful. And that's what we're talking about today. I want to sort of close things out today since this is our last in this series in the month of Thanksgiving that we've called Hearts Overflowing. I hope at this point you're starting to feel that. I love to just repeat myself so we can all be saturated. Just to make a quick look back and through today, the fact is all of us, there's so many things we can praise God for. There's so many miracles and great moments we've had in God. Then when God speaks to us in these Red Sea moments, it causes our hearts to dance wildly and undignified like David, right? When the Ark of the Covenant was brought. The thing is that the more we're desperate, the more our praise comes through. So the more you're interacting with God and you're actually calling on him and you're interceding for yourself or others, you get to even have more joy and praise because you know that he invited you into this. And so it's very intimate. We have those moments and they're waiting us all the time. I love this about God. We talked about him being an artist. He's painted the whole world all around us in ways that are so captivating to our senses and then that points us back to his beauty and how he cares for us. The way God romances us, it's just another demonstration of how he sets us up to respond to him. And it produces this affection and adoring. Because remember, one of his roles in our life is a bridegroom. One day, we will be united with him forever. Then he even displays his holiness in ways that we're the other one. We're the creature and he's the created. But in this way, he moves on us in ways that's a kind of love language we're not even really familiar with is his holiness. But yet through all of this, he's drawing us closer and closer so that he's more tangible and so that we can even enter into places of the Holy of Holies. And now today, as we close this out with this faithfulness, I just love that God is just being God. He's just being who he is every minute of every day of every year of our lives. He never stops being God, whether we know him as the Father, our Savior, our Creator, even our friend who is Yahweh. How is that possible? So thanks for listening and staying with us throughout this month. 
And we just invite you to really think on a million ways that God is faithful in the coming weeks. Let yourself be open to hear from the Holy Spirit of ways to create that response to God with a pure heart. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much again for tuning in to the More Than Enough podcast. We are still busy behind the scenes setting up our website, but for now, if you would like to stay up to date or follow along, you can follow us on Instagram at Girls. That's A-M-E-S-G-I-R-L-S. We know that because we're a newer podcast, one of the best ways for people to find us is through reviews. So if you would take just a few minutes and write us a review on Apple Podcasts, we would be so grateful. Thank you so much again for joining us, and we look forward to chatting it up again with you next week. Have a lovely week.